Jeff, you are too kind. Thank you. Welcome to King Henry's Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about the causes of the French Revolution. Now, there were long-term causes and short-term causes. One of the long-term causes of the French Revolution was that France had been an absolute monarchy. And when we say absolute, we mean the king had total control. Now, what this meant was you had the king at the top, along with below him was what was known as the first estate, which was the clergy or the Catholic Church. They had a lot of privileges and they paid very little money in taxes. On approximately the same level as the Catholic Church was what was known as the second estate, which was the nobility. These were people who had been given titles like lord and lady, duke and duchess, um, by the king, and thus had higher privileges, lots of land, and lots of money. Now, the first estate was made up of, as I said, the clergy, and they made, were made up by less than 1% of the population. The nobles had a little bit less than 2% of the population. What that means is the rest of the population, between 97 and 98%, was the third estate and was the peasants and everybody else. This would include everybody from, as I said, a peasant on a farm to a shopkeeper to a lawyer to a businessman, a wide range, because you couldn't get into the noble class unless the king made you a noble. So one of the first big problems is that it is unfair. The system is not set up in a way that everybody can be equal. Now, equality didn't matter a lot at the time because people had never really experienced it. But this brings us to our second big idea here is that the Enlightenment thinkers of John Locke, Rousseau, Voltaire, they were pushing the idea of equality. And as people read these ideas, as people became literate, others thought, why am I not free? Why am I not equal? Now, revolutions are not born just upon ideas. People generally have to be a little bit annoyed as well. And in this case, the problem will be economic. Lots of revolutions are based upon money. Now, in this case, the king had spent lots of money fighting wars, building palaces, keeping his wife, Marie Antoinette, in lots of um, fancy gowns and the people were poor. The largest staple of their diet was bread. Now, at this point, the price of bread went up by 50%. Suddenly, people could not feed their families. This creates a big problem. This creates frustration, especially when the king and the queen are living so well. It is this frustration that creates a boiling point that will eventually cause the French Revolution to begin. So we see these long-term causes. The Enlightenment ideas, the fact that the system wasn't set up well, people didn't have a lot of rights, there was an economic crisis, and people... So, what finally sets it off is the king calls together what is known as the Estates General. This is a group that has not met in 175 years. That's a long time. Just think about if you asked for, you called up and ordered a pizza, and they said, no problem, it'll be there in 175 years. You might not be amused by this. The king calls together this meeting of the Estates General, 
and the people are thrilled. They think their voice will finally be heard. But when it gets there, they find that really they are not listened to. The estates vote on a one-third of, one-third of each vote. One, each estate has one-third of the vote, and thus the first and second estate continually outvote the third estate. Eventually, the third estate gets frustrated, and King Louis locks them out, and they go to the tennis court, where they had known as what is known as the tennis court oath, where they promise that they will continue to meet until they have a new constitution, and they form the National Assembly. This is the first representative body in France where every person's vote counts the same. This has been King Henry's podcast. Take us out, King Henry. Deuces.